Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Saturday. Wow. 300 episodes. And yesterday was my birthday, too. I wish I was hoping I would hit the 300 on my birthday mark, but that's okay. That's no problem. You guys keep listening. I'll keep doing them. I enjoy doing them. I enjoy listening to your feedback. And we'll get to that uh, near the end of the show. Had a request. I have a request myself. But first, let's do a voicemail from Rich Frazier. He's talking about my recurring villains episode that I did last time. So go ahead, Rich. Hey, Glenn. I just wanted to touch on your reoccurring villains uh, episode. Uh, I really like the idea of reoccurring villains. And um, in fact, you know how they say no, um, whatever, whatever contact with the enemy. Um, that's, I mean, yeah, that's the way my players work, but they work the opposite too, right? Um, because that plan can just get messed up, right? They can thrash that adventure. Um, playing Lost Minds of Fandelver, they um, head to the bad guy's uh, lair and they do two fights and they're like, woo, we're white, this is 5e, let's go long rest. So they long rested and my villain got away. He, was a re- he turned into a reoccurring villain for the whole campaign. It was magical. Um, so if you're playing a pre-scripted campaign, then just just look out for those spots where that villain can just slip off and be like, well, they just bested half my army, so I'm out of here, right? No villain's going to stick around just because he's in the last room. Anyway, take it easy. Good hearing you. Thank you, Rich. I appreciate that. Boy, isn't that great the way those things work out sometimes? That's that I I don't know if I covered it enough last episode, but that's another rich rich source of recurring villains is modules and prescripted adventures. You just got to keep your eye out for them. They also do like books of NPCs and stuff like that. There's a book out there called Masks by Engine Publishing that is just chock full of NPCs for any genre. It's like fifteen hundred of them. Unbelievable. Good book, though. Masks. They put out a lot. Engine puts out a lot of good books. Okay, today we're going to be doing some emails. Since I've been kind of neglecting it for a bit. So, if you want to tune out, go ahead. But I'd rather you not because, well, I, I tend to have interesting emails. Let me put it that way. And yes, I'm flattering myself. But I'm a year older now, so. Okay, these, are, these two are from my buddy Mark Walring anyway. First thing I'm going to do is pull that up, and Mark says, Good day, sir, or good night, or should I say, as you usually post episodes during my bedtime here on the East Coast. Anyway, well, I tend to do the episode the day before as early as I can, and my nightly bed ritual seems to be wait until after midnight, post the show, then go to bed. So it works out for me. Anyway, he has a three-part question, and it's not at all serious. So, number he says, number one, how generous and or or often is it reasonable for players to receive magical gear? Hmm. I'm not the person to ask that because I tend to overgive it because I see stuff in modules or in books or something I come up with and go, wow, I got to hardly wait to get them in the hands of that, and boy, have I regretted it. My, I guess my advice would be sparingly, especially if it's a MacGuffin. I would say just try, try and, try and 
ease off on the throttle on those because next thing you know they're overpowered and you can't throw anything at them that ain't, they ain't gonna do it and you know my grandson's in the group too my monday group too and it's, it's not just him too i mean if i give him stuff they'll use it they remember they have they're not one of those those they're not one of those players who look at their oh yeah i could have used that no, 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 no. They know exactly what they have, and they know how to use it. So I would be sparing on that. Okay, question number two. Do you wear your fedora during episode creation? Even though I can't see, it's hard to listen and not picture it. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> well, I record my episodes in various times of the day or night, in various stages of dress and undress. Let that picture sink in a little. You'll be running for the brain bleach. But if you want to picture me with a fedora on doing this, you will right ahead. I don't, all right, to, to, honest truth, I don't wear my fedora when I'm recording the, the podcast here, mainly because I've got these big old honking headset on, this big old honking headset that I bought specifically because it's a gaming headset, because I tend to go through headsets a lot. If they're just your regular twenty forty dollar headset, and they're adjustable. I got a I got a rather I'm six six is three hundred and twenty five pounds, so I've got a head to match, and they just break after a while. The last one I had of this, I was like barely keeping it together with duct tape and, and electrical tape, but this one this one it's gonna last. So I can't fit my hat on and put these on. I've done videos before where I've worn this headset and put my hand on top of it. it. looks real strange, but I've done it. Or I pull them all the way back behind my head, pulled the mic down, and then put my hand on. That looks kind of funny, but hey, there it is. But hey, all right, fine. I'm wearing my hat. I'm wearing my hat every time you hear me. Okay, cool. Actually, I have more than one hat. I have the brown fedora. I have my black fedora. I used to wear my old, old man grognard videos that just got too, it just got too dirty and too be it was losing its shape so i traded it in for my indiana jones hat and i've also got a ball cap a crown royal ball cap that i wear usually when i'm out doing errands and things like that cats are great because even though i'm losing my hair with a hat if you need to go do something you don't have to worry about combing your hair just put the hat on and go dress put the hat on and go i love it but that's me. All right, third question. Are you pro-elf dwarf? Okay, let's start that over again. <laughs> Are you pro-dwarf or pro-elf? Choose wisely. I did choose wisely. I'm pro-gnome. I don't mind playing a dwarf or an elf. They are fun. But I really like gnomes. Because in my campaigns, gnomes are the eccentric mad scientists of my world. They are the gadgeteers. They're the Doc Browns if you know what I mean. That, that's why I have, that's one of the reasons why I have a, a steampunk feel to my regular D&D game. I love steampunk, I love clockwork, things like that. They pretty much take place of black powder in my world. You know, a lot of people are anti-black powder. Okay, well, I'll do, we'll do, uh, how about air rifles, air pistols, and steam cannons. All clockwork and steam. He says, keep up the good work, Glenn. Give me a sh give a shout out for me to Spike Pit and your other casters. I'm slowly stacking up podcasts as I listen on the reg. So look out, Colin from Spike Pit and the other ones. Mark is coming your way. 
<laughs> Thank you, Mark. He also has a second one here. He wanted my opinion on it. He says, Glad my man. I was listening to Colin Green, a.k.a. Spike Pitt, and after listening to some of his earlier episodes, he says to throw it out there and see what happens, which I've been pondering on this for some time. And let me first stay, say they have no... Oh, <laughs> there it goes. There my tongue goes again. I've been pondering this for some time. Let me say I have no talent in anything. I've tried finding some kind of area where I can have a handle for, if you'll accept that description, and have decided to join Anchor and make my own podcast based on my favorite hobby. Now, I'm not great with computers, although I'm a fast learner after repetition. Above is the name I am planning to use for the for the podcast. If you have tips or any anchorites, have sound judgment on how to go about doing this without being an embarrassing stooge, let me know. Lol. This isn't entirely set in stone, but I had an idea floating in the air. It's always an exciting pleasure, sir, Mark. Well, you know what? We're all embarrassing stooges when we start out. And he wants to call it, call it the Yawning Owlbear, which I thought was a pretty neat name. Why don't you keep that name? I'd love to know what your idea is about. I'm not going to steal it, but I'd like to know what your idea is about. Just, to, you know, it's kind of interesting. Now, you say you're not great with computers. Okay, fine. Anchor is probably the easiest thing you'll ever do. See, I am anal. So I like to pull out my copy of Adobe Audition and do the show this way. Put it together like I would a regular podcast for anywhere else. I used to, I used to do th Thaco's Hammer the same way. If you want to do that, fine. Uh, Adobe Audition, it can be pricey, but it's a really good... It's a really good program. Alternately, Audacity. Audacity, I have never edited on Audacity, nor have I I've recorded but never edited because, frankly, I don't know why, but Audition I get, Audacity I don't quite get as far as editing goes. Maybe it's because I've done Audition so long. I did it back when it was still Cool Edit Pro before Adobe bought it. So I, it's probably me. But you might, you'll probably have a real easy time. Get get Audacity; it's free, and get yourself a good either mic or headphones or a headset. I like using a headset. If you're getting a mic, there's a lot of good USB mics out there. You really don't need the whole. I I have a setup for when I used to do voice acting, voice acting and narration, where I had a regular a regular mic plugged into a converter from analog to digital, and that I'd run it through there, but I'm, I don't use that anymore. I just use this headset, and it's a USB headset, and I can't remember the name of the brand, but there's a lot of good ones. Get a gaming headset. Those things will last. They will last a long time. The wires won't get shorted out. The The thing won't, the, the headset won't break, and they got, they like corded, got the cloth cording, so they're made to last. I think it's because they, they got to withstand they got to withstand video gamers taking it off and throwing it across the room or something like that. But I'd recommend something like that. Anyway, I hope I've answered your questions. I hope I hear the yawning owlbear soon. And that would be a whole lot of fun. So I'm going to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk about anything, here I'm. Oh, oh, the request I had. The request I had is, guys, ask, what do you want? Okay, we've hit 300 shows. We've hit 300 episodes what do you guys want me to talk about? About gaming. 
I mean, there are a few caveats in there, but for the most part, I can attempt to answer any question you have. Here's the caveats. One, I'm an OSR grognard. You know that. I've, as far as D&D goes, I've played from zero edition all the way up to second edition. I prefer basic and first edition. Basic, I usually go for rule cyclopedia, Beck me. But that that's a go up to second edition. I don't I don't deal with third, fourth, or fifth edition, even though I play in fifth edition. Um, and what else? Oh, there are certain genres I just don't care for. I just don't get. World of Darkness is one. I can't get behind it. I'm sorry. It's just not my thing. Other things like Shadowrun, anything sci-fi is kind of iffy with me. I played it, but I just don't really get excited about it. The closest thing I get excited about is like Gamma World or Mutant Future or something like that. And I do play the, I have played the clones too. You know, Astonishing Swordsman, Labyrinth Lord, Swords of Wizardry, things like that. You can ask me questions about those all day. Uh, to me, as long as I get the book, if I can look it up, I'll look it up. Also, Supers, Champions. Marvel superheroes, TSR, the old face rip thing. The new villains and vigilantes, the original one I wasn't too crazy about, them, but the one Mighty Protectors, V&V3. That's a good one. There's also a good one, Guardians, that Night Owl Workshop puts out. I got that. And other things like that. So those are the genres I really, I really am good at. Everything else, not so good. Okay, well, I'm going to let you guys go, and I'm going to start my day. So if you guys want to talk about anything, give me a holler. Give me a holler over at oldmangrognard at gmail.com with an email, or you can leave a voicemail on Anchor, and we are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can support this program, and I would appreciate it. And thank you for my supporters, Jonathan Dorje, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shrek, Mark C. Walring, and our new one, Gilbert Sorez. Thank you, guys. You are great. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.